we pray that you would let your presence invade. Lord, sometimes, you know, Trevor was saying something earlier that, you know, we can hear other people's testimonies, but then at times feel like, God, that's great, but what about me? Lord, sometimes when we're going through these, these most severe trials, we, we, we feel like, uh, God, you've abandoned us, or we feel like somehow we've blown it too much. Uh, we, we've, we've made wrong decisions, therefore we've made our bed, now we've got a lie in it, and, and therefore we believe the lie that says that just because we got ourselves into the situation that God cannot get us out or won't get us out. But thank you. That is even as, as, as uh, we were told to say earlier that you have made us worthy. Lord, we are your sons and daughters. And so, Lord, we pray that your presence now and invade the most dark, difficult circumstances. Lord, we, we, we ask you to arise against the spirit of self-destruction. Suicidal thoughts and feelings, cutting, hurting ourselves. God, we put that, that lie of the enemy, that, that spirit of destruction under our feet in the name of Jesus. God, where uh, some, it's, it's not about uh, doing harm to ourselves, but Lord, we feel like we're, we're, we're going under for the third time, as the saying is. And Lord, where are you? If you're with a spouse, would you join hands just so I know who goes together? It's always safer that way. And in a moment, uh, ministry team of the church that are, that are with me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray, but I, I encourage you, because uh, you guys can prophesy just right along with everybody else. Um, and and I, I want you to not only pray, but if God gives you a word into the people you're praying for, please, please share that. Um, one of the things I felt the Lord say is this. I, I was reminded of the scripture in Revelation chapter 12 that talks about the enemy and uses an, a symbol of a dragon, of Satan. And he's standing in front of a, a woman about to give birth to devour the child. And, uh, you know, there's all sorts of theology behind that. But ultimately, uh, one of the things it says about the enemy is that the enemy is relentless day and night. And what I held, felt the Lord say is this, no matter how relentless the attack of the enemy has been, God says, I am more relentless. I mean, it, it, you know, I was using a phrase a moment ago, uh, feel like we're going down for the third time. The picture there of that saying is somebody that's drowning. They, they, they uh, fight their way to the surface, get a gulp of air, and go down again, and it feels like they just can't do it again. And the Lord says this, son and daughter, no matter how, not only powers of the enemy, but people arrayed, and even what I was talking about earlier, decisions, unwise decisions of, of our past, the Lord says this, no matter how relentless the enemy has been to try to bring destruction and despondency, and even, I, I just see guilt and condemnation that's tried to 
so weighed down. But God says, I am more relentless. My love is more relentless. And, and I even see a picture of this. It, it's like um, sometimes feel like we have so blown it that we're hiding in a corner away from God. But I keep seeing this picture of God's love like a heat-seeking missile. <laughs> and it's like God's love is not going to stop until he searches you out and finds you and embraces you. And so that's part of the picture, too. I see like these giant arms from heaven coming down, and it's daddy's arms grabbing you and hugging. And the Lord just says this, that he is going to fight for your soul, fight for your life. And God just says, daughter, son, enter into the hands of God, the arms of God, the hug of heaven, because God has not given up. Hear this, God has not given up, don't you give up. So, Father, we declare, Lord, that victory is at hand and that the presence of God is invading into every circumstance. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. Um, my brother and sister, the, the picture I keep seeing is of a, a field sown, sown with resource, sown with belief, sown with prayer, sown with labor, sown over years, and, and you've seen little bits and pieces of the ground moving and a leaf here, a stem there. But the idea of God, I, 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 we had trusted and sown in multiple ways, believing for a massive harvest. And it's not only a harvest of material things, it's a harvest of souls, it's a harvest of family, it's a harvest of future. And I just keep hearing the Lord say, son and daughter, he is still the Lord of the harvest. And even though the enemy has tried to bring an aridness, a dryness, that is, uh, it's almost like I see the ground has gotten crusted over. But there's a scripture that in the Old Covenant that talks about the reign of God, of righteousness, reigning on the fallow ground so that it can be broken up. The Lord is saying not only uh, about all your own hearts, where at times, like all of us, we deal with, you know, growing fallow or hard. But God says on the fields that you've sown in, from family to finances to future, the Lord says, it seems like it's grown hard, but God says, the, the reign of my spirit is softening hearts right now. The reign of my spirit is softening. And I, I see somehow, too, where the enemy has gotten in and tried to bring uh, division, misunderstanding, and betrayal. But the Lord just says this, I am working to unify what the enemy tried to divide. I'm working, to, I'm working to unify what the enemy attempted to divide and destroy. And so, Lord, we thank you. God, this is not just about our faithfulness to you. Our hope is in the fact that you are faithful to us. Not because we earn it, but because that's who you are. <laughs> What's that song? That's who you are uh, uh, about the revelation of the Father. I'm loved by you. That's it. I'm loved by you. That's who I am. So, Father, we pray for the love of God, the hope of the Lord, the hope of the Lord. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't always like going, you know, to some dimensions because I don't want to give a false hope, but I just keep sense of stirring. Um, and, and I'm believing for fast work, but it's almost like I hear the Lord saying that uh, the holiday season and the Christmas season is going to begin full of joy. I don't know all that that means, but that the Lord's just saying there's going to be a new sense of joy and unity and restoration. So, Father, we thank you for faithfulness in them and of you to them. Father, we give you thanks. Go ahead and press into the Lord if you would.
Father, we give you thanks. We pray, Lord, that you would invade our, 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 our most difficult situations. And, Lord, we thank you that there is um, wisdom coming, Lord, to answer the unanswerable. That, that's, I, I, just, I see question marks of all kinds, and they're not just your questions. They're other people's questions as well that you have to help bring an answer to. And, and, and the Lord just says this, he is the answer to the unanswerable. I remember that scripture where it talks about with man it looks impossible. But with God all things are possible. So, Lord, we thank you that, Lord, the answers are going to be right there at the moment. And it's almost like, the, have, you, have you ever heard that phrase, hidden in plain sight? It, it, the, the, the thing I keep hearing is the Lord saying, it's not going to be some deep, hidden answer. It's going to be what's apparent and right there staring you and those that you're dealing with in the face. But sometimes it's almost so easy that we think it's got to be difficult. I, and and I, I don't know all of this entails, but it's like the Lord says, it's just going to be simple obedience instead of the deep whatever. Um, and, and it's going to be the wisdom of a child. The wisdom of a child and not the, you know, the hidden mysteries of the universe. So, God, may we just, like a, like a child, move into that place of obedience and faith. Father, we thank you. Uh, those of you that are part of the ministry team, would you begin to pray and prophesy uh, as well to those in front of you? Uh, you can come around in front of them, and I'm going to continue to minister as well to those that are here. But ministry team, would you, some of you come in front of those that you're praying for and begin to pray and prophesy even as I uh, work together with you in all of this? Go ahead. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Ministry team, do that if you would. Father, we thank you. Congregation out there, would you just stay engaged? If you can, if you can hang with us for a few moments, stay engaged in, in faith, if you would, uh, for our brothers and sisters. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you that the, the, the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. God, that there are purposes and plans. Lord, that the enemy wanted to short circuit. God, that you are bringing back in front of us. And so, Lord, what I pray is that, God, the treasures of the past, the treasures of the past, the treasures of the peace, the joy, the sense of purpose and destiny, Lord, of the past, God, would be revisited upon them again. And, Lord, that there would be a restoration of joy and peace. There would be a restoration of productivity. God, there would be a restoration of a sense of purpose and destiny, oh, God. Uh, Lord, that they're not just going to uh, wander around. You know, uh, Trevor said something earlier. He said that it's not just about how we begin, it's how we end. And um, I said this to somebody, I think it was last night, but uh, Paul said, I finished the course, I've kept the faith. And the, the whole issue there was that Paul said, God, God completed what he began. And that's what I just keep hearing the Lord say is this, you know, it may not be a detailed answer for what's going on right now, but a word of hope of saying that God's committed to finish what he began. And so, Father, we thank you that we can rest in on you and your commitment to finish the work you began in us and through us. Father, we pray that, Lord, um, the, the hidden traps of the enemy, 
Uh, that's the picture I keep seeing. I'm seeing the, the, the path of life, and the enemy has set traps and tried to hide them. Uh, there have been uh, people, I, there have been people you should have been able to trust, people that you trust that they had your, your, your best interests at heart, but uh, because of their woundedness, they ended up being a trap of the enemy or having a trap of the enemy that tried to uh, either catch you or uh, uh, stop you in your tracks and not moving forward. But the Lord seems to be saying this. He is going to reveal the hidden traps of the enemy so you're not caught unaware. And some of it's even going to be um, individuals that without condemnation, without judgment, that you have to walk away from some of the depth of influence because of their woundedness that they, uh, they, they brought traps. And so, you know, test that all out before the Lord. Please test it. The wisdom of God, counsel of leaders in your life. But I just sense the Lord saying, I'm going to reveal hidden traps, even hidden in people's hearts. Um, but God is saying, son and daughter, I'm going to take you into that path where you're not going to be caught and go. Uh, it's almost like move forward. That, that phrase, one step forward and two steps back. That's been the picture for too long. Now you're going to run forward and advance. So Father, we thank you. And God, over their lives, over their health, over their finance, over everything about their lives, Lord, we pray that you would arise. And Lord, as a mighty warrior, Arise, O oh God. That's one of the prayers I, I, I've had for a long time now. Arise, O oh God, and let your enemies be scattered. So, God, arise in our lives. Arise in our circumstances, and let the enemy be scattered. So come, O oh God, and may the power of the Lord be released. Father, we give you thanks. The ministry team is praying. I appreciate that. Um, is, uh, is, is Trevor around? Can somebody just grab? I want to pray for the church overall as God's ministering to individuals because every individual here is vital and important to what God is, is doing and ministering into our lives. So um, as God's still ministering into that place, and in a moment I had, I'd asked uh, Trevor if you all could pray for me and for my wife and, our, and my daughter and, and our lives and our ministry and impart out of this house. Trevor, would you come? Uh, just here for a second. Can I, I don't know what you call the main leadership of, of the house. I don't know if they're an apostolic team, elders, whatever. But can the main leadership of, of the house come and stand around, Trevor? Can you just come here and face toward me? Ministry leads, okay? The ministry leads. Would you come and just stand um, around, Trevor? Mel had to work today. She got called in. Um, but she's, she's at work today. Now, would, would, would us, if you're receiving ministry and doing ministry, feel free to continue. Will the rest of you stretch your hands toward the front and towards our, our leadership? <laughs> Father, we thank you that you are establishing, Lord, your house. You're establishing, Lord, your habitation. Lord, a place of your presence, a people of your presence. One of the things I said to the leaders the other day um, is apostolic resource centers, ARC, ARCs, that when Noah built the ark of safety, he didn't go out looking for the animals that belonged on the ark. God brought those that belonged on the ark. Even in this house, you're not going to have to go looking for those that belong as part of this house and part of this anointing. But God's going to sovereignly bring 
Another word had to do with this, that as you love the unlovely and, and embrace those that nobody else wants, God will also give you those that everybody else wants. Every soul is important to the Lord. So the, lows, the, 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 the soul of the lowly, the life of the lowly is just as important as the life of the high and mighty. We don't misunderstand that. But talking about places of influence into culture, as you embrace those that nobody else wants, God will release and give those that everybody else wants because you're sowing uh, the heart of the Lord and God's going to reap that and, and, and in your own hearts and lives. And so, Father, we thank you. And, God, uh, there, there are multiple things that you are, are speaking, have spoken to them. Lord, we pray that you would begin to put the full picture together. Now, here's part of what I, I, I'm seeing for you as a church and a leadership. Um, I'm, I'm seeing the analogy of a puzzle. And most of us, when we put a puzzle together, we put the, uh, the, the edges together first, the outline of it. And then we try to put, fill in the rest of the picture. And what I keep sensing is this. You had begun to put together the edges and the borders of the puzzle, but then you noticed that when you were trying to put the rest of the pieces in place, they weren't fitting, uh, things were not working out. And what I saw is the Lord said this, the, the, uh, the, the parameters and borders of your puzzle were too small. And that's why pieces were not fitting. But what's frustrating is God had to disassemble much of the borders. And it's not because there was failure. It's not because God gave up. It's because God says all the pieces are not yet in place to even build the border, much less the whole picture. So I believe this season is not just going to be people that are part of the borders, and understand, every piece is important, but borders symbolize government, leadership, all these other things, giftedness, fivefold, all, all these dimensions. But the Lord says, not only are not all the people in place, but not even all the streams and revelations are in place. And it's not that God's going to take years and decades to do it, but God seems to be saying, I am... Um, accelerating the process of adding the pieces of, of the border, but what it's going to do is it's going to, um, it, it's going to cause some consternation because we became comfortable with the borders that we had, and we had our identity set here, but God is not, he's not, how's the word? He's not doing away with yesterday's identity, but he's expanding the identity. And so, God, we pray for the people, the resources, the connections, the streams, the revelations. Uh, Lord, all that that entails, may those pieces be added. And then, Lord, we, we pray that we would not get in such a hurry to understand, such a hurry to get the infrastructure, such a hurry to get the wineskin, Lord, that we limit what you're building. So, God, wisdom. Wisdom and revelation. Ephesians 1, wisdom and revelation. You know, in that prayer of Paul in Ephesians 1 for the apostolic church at Ephesus, an apostolic prayer for an apostolic uh, center, if you will, in Ephesus, in the message, trans, uh, or a paraphrase, it says in the verses following Ephesians 1, 17, 18, the prayer of wisdom and revelation, it says this, For you see, the church is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. Wow. 
And God is building a mindset that is not little David, the church, facing Goliath, the world, but the church as the centerpiece of society. Jesus is the center of the church. The church is the centerpiece of culture. We just have not expressed it before. So we're not trying to beat down the enemy. We, I heard, I, I remember who has said this years ago. We have seen warfare of trying to beat a hole through the second heavens to, from the first heavens to get an outpouring. God says this, we're already in the third heavens. Just put your foot down and it's going to crack the second heavens. So, Father, we thank you for the expansion, for, Lord, the borders, and, Lord, for every piece that is part of the puzzle being released. And God, we pray that, Lord, they would embrace, and, and it was a watchword of the other night, Friday night, fullness. That the Lord is not, I believe, wanting to stamp one stream or one flavor on you all. Yes, you'll be prophetic, you'll be this, you'll be that, you'll be catch a fire, but you're going to be an expression of fullness. So, Father, we thank you. Now, God, as a leadership and, Lord, as a church, Lord, may we, by faith, walk into that open door. Yeah. Yeah. God, may the heavenly realm invade earth yeah. because we have willingly gone in. Yeah. So one more time, lift your hands, congregation, if you would, before I hand the microphone to Trevor and you all pray for us. God, we see the open door and we hear the voice inviting us in. Now, Lord, may this next season, remember prophets and prophecy say, here's the season. One of the seasons for this house is an invitation to heavenly encounter. There's many other things, but I believe right now is an invitation to a new dimension of heavenly encounter. So, God, we go in by faith. We access through the doorway of Jesus. And so now revelation be multiplied and increased of Jesus to us, in us, and through us. And, Lord, we seal the work of the Lord, the word of the Lord in our lives, all from you, Jesus, and all about you and for you in the name of the Lord. Guys, let me say this. And, and, and again, I hope you understand that whether I lay hands, whether I prophesy, I, you know, it, it, it's about him. Press in and just continue to receive from the Lord. Let God invade you. And then can I tell you this? God wants you to invade the hell around you. To bring in, I said it, I think it was last night, Ezekiel was sent to the graveyard. We're all called to make a difference. But some of you are specifically sent to the graveyards of culture. I challenge you, go and don't prophesy death. Don't prophesy destruction. Don't prophesy their problems. They know their problems. Prophesy life. One of our mentors taught us this years ago. He said, it doesn't take much prophetic anointing to see the problem. He said, but God wants to show the solution. In fact, our, pro our prophetic mentors, they would not let us prophesy if all we saw was the problem. They said, you will not get the microphone until God's giving you the answer to prophesy along with it. So I, I encourage you, I challenge you. Prophesy the answer into your own life, into your sphere of influence.